Well, hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Carpenter, and today I am so excited because I have brought one of my favorite, favorite people back on the podcast, uh, Nicole Achi, who I got to know Nicole a couple of years ago. We joined a mastermind together, and I just kind of fell in love with her, to be honest. She is a personal stylist and a personal brand consultant for high-achieving women who are ready to use their wardrobe as a tool to become more fully self-expressed. And she speaks about clothes and the role they play in your life the same way that I speak around how food plays a role in your life. So we are we have such amazing conversations around the judgments that we hold over clothes and our body and food and all the things. And the reason that I brought her back on was because we're in such a really interesting time, right? The COVID time. I'm recording this during everybody... Um, you know, kind of on lockdown. And this has impacted our style and how we're showing up for ourselves. And so I brought her into my weight loss from within group to have a conversation in there just about how we can be thinking about our clothes differently during this period in time and how they can benefit you and how they can actually make you feel worse, not necessarily better. It's kind of like you know, when something makes you feel good until it doesn't make you feel good anymore. So we talk about that. Not only that, though, she, Nicole also has a, her new program coming out. It's a program she's run before called the Style Your Brand, um, Style Your Brand Workshop. And it's really designed to help women put together their look because it's amazing how we put clothes on our bodies every single day. It's called style your brand and you can find it at styleyourbrand.com. But we put clothes on our body every single day, but most of us really treat it like an afterthought. We don't really sink into how our clothes are making us feel or how they can really work for us. And just like most things in my life, my clothes have a range. My style has a range. But I finally got to the place where I was able to admit that I do have a style. It just goes from like yoga pants all the way up to pencil skirts and stilettos. But each of those styles are a piece of me. And I'm very intentional about how I get dressed for the most part. But, you know, COVID has offered up a whole different way of being, although for me, running my business at home, there's not a whole lot that has changed. So I want you to dive into this conversation, get your pen and paper, take notes, and then make sure that you check out Nicole's Style Your Brand program. The She's created a wait list for it right now. So if you want to learn more about it, and if you want to get in on her early bird pricing for it, you want to make sure you check it out. You can find it over at styleyourbrand.com. Or you can go to B-I-T, B as in boy, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E, style. You can also look her up on Instagram at Nicole Achi. Her last name is spelled O-T-C-H-Y. I will put all of these links in the show notes. And you want to make sure you definitely check out her Sunday style sessions. She's always got such great tips and tricks and hints for how to really dress your body so you can feel phenomenal. So dive into this episode. Make sure you check out Nicole. She also has a podcast. I need to make sure I mention the podcast called the Self-Styled 
podcast. And episode three, she had me on as a guest. So if you want to dive into another conversation between the two of us, make sure you head over to iTunes and subscribe to her podcast as well. I am not an affiliate of Nicole's. I get nothing for shouting her praises. I, it's just a value of mine to share the people that I love with people in my community. That's how we grow. That's how we evolve. And who knows who I might introduce you to that might be the next thing that you need in your own personal transformation towards making your life better. So without further ado, jump into the conversation. Enjoy. And I will see you on the next episode. And please remember, if you haven't done so already, head over to iTunes or your favorite listening platform of choice and make sure you leave a rating and review. I would be so grateful if you did. This helps this podcast, the Full Frontal Living podcast, get into the earbuds of more women out there who really need this message right now. So Thank you again for tuning in, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. All right, so welcome to this special episode of the Full Frontal Living podcast. I am here with Nicole Achi, who is a good friend and a colleague, somebody I've gotten to know dearly over the years, and uh, she has been a guest on the podcast before, and I wanted to bring her in uh, to introduce her, and I'm specifically recording this inside my Facebook group for Weight Loss From Within, because I wanted to give the ladies inside that community an opportunity to ask Nicole some questions, so we're going to do that at the end, but we're going to dive into a conversation around not waiting to dress your body until you've lost weight, because this is something I see all the time. Women hold off on getting dressed or buying themselves new things until they look a certain way or the number number says something on the scale. And I also wanted to talk a little bit about how to really treat your body with care through your clothes during COVID, because it's easy to stay in track pants all day if you're not leaving the house which is not super conducive for being in a loving place with your body. So before we go any further, I'm going to let Nicole introduce herself with her proper bio and uh, let, let her share her entire background with you guys. Sure. So thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here again. I am a personal stylist. I work with women who are ambitious and overachieving and like many of the women I'm sure are in this group. And what I do is I help them use their wardrobe as a tool to show up more fully in the world, to use their clothes, not just something they have to do in the day, but to really have a conversation with themselves that then transcends into how they show up in the world. And this is not something that most of us have been trained to do because most of us have been trained to dress for other people, you know, as women, to look at to our peers and to not really go within in order to go without, which I know is something Lisa talks about a lot when it comes to food and our relationship to our bodies. And this is the same thing. The tool is just a little bit different. It's clothes. It's something we also have to do every day, similar to feeding ourselves. And so I, I've found over the years, I've been a stylist as 
for a long time. Um, I've had a business for 11 years, but I was a stylist before that in the corporate world. I've worked with major brands and I've done a lot of different types of work, but working with women and showing them how they can use their clothes in this way is by far the most amazing part of my career. So that's who I am. That's what I do. I work virtually and in person right now. I only work virtually like many people. And I also have a podcast called Self-Styled. Uh, I'm so excited you're here because you know I love introducing my people to my people. Uh, because like you said, we have to get dressed every single day. And I want everybody who's tuning into this podcast to really be looking at self-care as a way of being and how you dress your body is a way of being because what you put on your body greatly impacts your moods. I mean, I know I feel different when I'm wearing a pencil skirt and stilettos versus a tank top and sweatpants, which is actually what I'm wearing right now because today was all about comfort because it is a long day. My butt is in the chair all day long, but there are some days where even when my butt is going to be in the chair and my office is down the hall that I will show up with red lipstick and high heels because I need to shift my energy. So clothes are a really powerful tool. So can you speak to how you dress your body for where it's at now, especially if you're not really liking your body? Yeah. So here's the thing about it. In order to do that, you cannot plan this like wardrobe overhaul and you have to be very mindful and aware of the emotional space you're in because that energy is going to seep into your choices. And what I tell people who are in this space is that you have to look at the beginning of starting to dress your body where it is as a way and a tool for getting your body to where you want it to be. Because it's a myth that when we're a certain size, we'll all of a sudden know what we'd like, know how to dress our body. The biggest issue isn't that women don't really like know, quote unquote, how to dress. It's that they don't trust themselves to listen to what they like. And that's the place to start, right? So the important thing you need to think about is this is not an exercise, particularly if you're really at war with your body or you're really struggling. This is not an exercise and, you know, being a fashionista, this is not what that, this experience is. This is an opportunity for you to use your clothes, an activity you have to do anyways, no matter, you know, what, to notice what you like, what you don't like, how clothes feel on your body, to also like have a relationship with your body. Now, what I usually say to people is what you want to start with is you want to start with the basics. So you really want to go buy things like denim or, I mean, it depends on like what you do for a living and what your days look like outside of COVID-19 life. But in general, um, you know, you really want to be noticing that what looks good on our body is shapes. So I have a whole series on my podcast about this. There's one called Dressing for Your Body Type. There are way more in-depth versions, but I have kind of like a quick and dirty guide. The thing is, your body's going to be a lot of shapes in your life. And if you just listen to it as like a shape and this shape clothes looks good on this shape of my body, it digs, it's a very different experience than being like, oh, I have to cover and hide and and you know camouflage things because here's the truth that actually doesn't work people all have eyes and that's not really how this works when people are looking at you they're looking at all of you they're not looking at your stomach or your arms or whatever you're torturing yourself about 
so that it's critical for you to start to use this idea of shapes on your body as a way to become less emotionally attached to this, right? Versus hiding and camouflaging. So that's a step, getting some basics that really work for you and noticing how that feels. Noticing that the right shape of gene on your body can make you look really proportionate and balanced. And that's what we're going for. We're not looking to be skinnier or whatever because you just are the size you are. We're looking for balance when we're dressing our bodies. And giving women those tools and sort of a place to start, a thing to be looking at besides like, oh, I'm not the size I want on that tag is very effective in then making the next step. I love this so much. I was scribbling down so many notes as things were kind of coming through me as you were talking, because I love this around dressing to our shapes. Because if you look at your shape, it's just data. I'm really into like, how can we take the emotion out of things that we've wrapped emotion around, like food, like clothing, like how our body looks right now. Like why have we attached so much emotion to it? Because it's, it's literally just a set of circumstances that it's you know, right now. So if shape, if your shape is simply data, the data allows you to make choices that are going to support you looking and feeling your best. And I love that. And I love the idea of thinking about how clothes make you feel, not just like when you're wearing them, but how they actually feel on your skin. I'm super tactile. So I need things. Oh, like tags and a lot of, um, a lot of people who have a really high level of EI emotional intelligence, they are very tactile. So tags, you have to take them off. One of my sons needs a super fuzzy blanket. It's fascinating. I want to say something about that because one of the things I have like a six month style mastermind that I'm running right now, and it's come up in there right now as people are struggling with, you know, everything that's going on in their life, that their sort of tactile issues with clothes have become more intense. And so I, I also just record a podcast called how to get dressed when life feels hard. I had not intended it for this and this type of life. I had intended it for women that were going through other life things, but it, it all works. It's all, it all is relevant. And the idea is that it's often the case that these things get worse and heightened uh, when you're going through something emotionally difficult. So I want people to know, first of all, that's very normal if you're experiencing that, but also that it's very normal in general. And clients are always surprised when I'm like, yeah, you and like 50,000 other people have that issue. Like that's not weird. And it's also not an excuse to find clothes that look good on you. And cause a lot of people use that as an excuse, like, well, I can either be comfortable or stylish. And I think the problem with this is that people get this idea that stylish means uncomfortable and like pencil skirts and stilettos. But what stylish style, not fashion style actually is, is us tapping into using our clothes in a way that makes us feel good. So other people notice. And so there's like this very key distinction that's not made enough about our style being something not that other people are noticing. People are actually noticing your energy and maybe they think your shoes are cute. Fine. But at the end of the day, it's the totality of the energy that is elicited as a result. And so I think then you can't like go to the like, well, it's stylish or comfortable. So I'm just going to opt out of wearing clothes that look good. Like that's that we don't know. You're so right because I'm sure everybody listening at some point in their life has put on something that just made them feel like a million bucks at some age or stage in your life. This has happened. Yeah. No, it's a human experience. It's not like, yeah, 
everybody's experienced it. And we forget when we, when we fall out of love with our body or when we get into this place of hating on our body, we forget that we have the opportunity to shift how we feel about our body by how we dress it. Because I think so many women shut down with dressing their bodies because they are feeling so crappy. And just like with food, do you know what many people think that, well, if I eat healthy, then it's no fun, then I can't have pie. No, you can have pie and you can still eat healthy, right? It's you can wear sweats and you can still wear other things. It's not an either or, there's room for both. Well, I'm not ever going to say, like, I'm never going to have a platform in which you ever heard me say, like, it's, you know, you need to be like dress up to the nines all the time. My, my baseline commitment in my work is that people, women don't, women struggle with admitting what they like and what they don't like. And if I can just get them, if you know what you don't like, you have a sense of style that it's actually that simple. And all the women I work with do have an opinion about what they don't like. And so what I, this is really an exercise in is not necessarily in clothes. Cause here's the truth about clothes, similar to food. You're going to make a lot of clothes choices in your life. Like you're, it doesn't matter what happens. You're going to gain weight, lose weight, age, things are going to fall apart. Like they're not, it's not a one-time thing. People treat it that way. Just like you don't eat one meal and gain, you know, a ton of weight. You don't screw up a whole diet, even like in a week, right? Like it takes time. And I think there's this perfectionism inlaid in the belief that style is something you like do once. It's not, it's, it's an, it's, it's a tool. It's not a, a set way of being. And it really is related to where you are right now and what you need. What do you need to feel? So right now we're in a time where people need to feel comfort. Okay. But you need to be aware of just like with your food, when is food comfort and when is it numbing and clothes are the same way. I love this. I hope everybody listening is loving this as much as I do. It's getting dressed is a practice. It's a practice in how do I want to feel making choices with your food is a practice in how do I want to feel it's, it's stepping into responsibility for making conscious choices that support how you want to feel instead of just slapping on the track pants to feel cozy, but not really identifying what's going on for you, like how you're actually feeling underneath. And it's the same as, you know, not eating a bag full of popcorn right now to help yourself feel better. And, and maybe that's fine, like once or twice or whatever, whatever you decide that is, but it's really critical because with appearance more so than even food and women do this. I mean, everybody does this food, but it's really important that because we are actually socialized to look, especially young, young girls, like, well, what do you think about what I look and particularly in, I mean, I can only speak for heterosexual relationships, but there's this idea of like, well, if I look a certain way and they choose me, then there's some validation there. And clothes are a piece of that puzzle that often needs to be teased out. But what I see with women in their thirties and forties, and that's the majority of the kind of, I mean, I work with women at all ages, but what I see a lot in there is they're dressing for the career. They're dressing for certain things. And that's fine to a degree because we do live in a society where in Clothes are a part, are a type of nonverbal communication. And so we need to be thinking about that, but it gets, where it gets tricky is if you are outsourcing all of your style choices and what I, how this shows up is, well, I, when I wear, like, I'll go through someone's closet with them and they'll be like, I get a lot of compliments when I wear that. Like, I don't care actually at all what people think about your clothes. 
I care about what you think about your clothes because my suspicion is if you're telling me what everyone else thinks about your clothes, you have no freaking idea what you, how you feel about your clothes. And so we have a different problem because the barometer, if you don't get five compliments that day, is not that you had a bad outfit because here's the truth. Most people are busy and they're not thinking about your outfit, but you're not too busy to have your outfit inform your day. And so we really need to get like our head on straight about this as women. And I think this is the real like work of it. Not like, do you have a sense of style? Blah, blah. Clothes have never been more available at every price point in the history of clothing. So like, we don't have a clothes problem. We have a decision-making problem. Mm, I love that, Nicole. And it makes me think about how many women attach losing weight to the positive reinforcement they get when they lose weight. And, and, and to be honest, that's real, right? Like that actually happens in life. And the way that we, so I'm not trying to say like, oh, it doesn't feel good or there isn't a hit. Like I'm not not acknowledging that reality and living by it is critical, right? Like I would say, you would say this true. Like if, you know, if you go up or down in your weight, people may or may not make comments about it, but also you can go down in your weight. No one can say anything. That doesn't mean that yeah, it's, it's how you feel about the changes in your body, not making changes in your body because you're looking for the positive reinforcement from someone else. Exactly. I, same as with, with um, putting clothes on. Like it's great if somebody compliments, on, compliments you on it, but do you love how you feel in your clothes first and foremost? Especially about clothes, less even more so, less so about like the size of body bodies because like as America, like as a society, we have valued thinness and we valued other things as well, but that are questionable. But I think in general, like the thing about clothes specifically, because we like change them and take them off and they are more changeable than like our weight is like in a period of time is people are really just talking to themselves. Like when they say they like your outfit, they're basically saying like, I would wear that. And like, the world is a big place with a lot of opinions and no one, not everyone's going to like each other's outfit. And you can like things on, this is really important. I try to tell my clients sometimes like notice what you like on other people that you don't even need to like for yourself. Like you're allowed to like a lot of things. Just like you say, like you can work a range, like you can like a lot of things and they may or may not resonate. And also the time in your life that they do or don't resonate is critical. Right? So I think it's important to notice like they're just clothes and that they don't matter and they're just clothes and that they can matter a lot if you're using them right. And so that's, what's great. It's like money, right? If you go to a country that doesn't like take our money, then nobody cares, right? It's the same thing with clothes. But I, but I also think to your point about weight loss and that I, I understand that there's a mental block about like buying and investing in something where you're not where you want to be. And so you and I have talked about this on my, on my podcast about the thing is, is that they're really, as someone that's worked with, I've had a couple of clients that have lost a hundred pounds and we've worked together over like a year and a half. You do not show up one day after you've lost 20 pounds. Like your body has significantly changed specifically like in shape. I don't mean like five or seven pounds. I mean like 20 pounds. You don't just like show up and know what you like because you lost weight. And this is what gets missed. Like if you're someone that like looks at the color blue and it just like delights them, 20 pounds isn't going to make a difference. And that the critical part of it is to notice the parts of you that don't change the likes that you have with or without the weight, because that's going to be there either way. And that's not, that's a style choice. That's about you. Just like 
you know, a lot of other things in your life that are static, right? And I think it's really important for people to to realize that just because you lose weight, it doesn't plug you into your style preferences. You have to do that regardless. I love this so much. It's it, I always learn so much from Nicole. So I wanted to talk a little bit about COVID style because here's something I've noticed in myself and there's no judgment here. I've just, I've just noticed it about myself, a pair of track pants. I know that's shocking ladies. Yoga pants. Cause you're Canadian. So I have to like clarify. No, these are, these are actual like track pants. They're like cotton. Like yeah, they've got pockets. Got it. Yeah, okay. they've got pockets. They've got like, they're like cuffed <laughs> at define, the ankle. Got to define our terms, Lisa. Right. Just got to define our terms. I, I love them. They're kind of fitted. My husband says they're the least sexiest thing I own. And I'm like, dude, they're not for you. They're for me. Uh, <laughs> but, thank you for, but thank you for your input. But thank you for your input. They're gray. I bought, you know, that was the color that was available. So that's what I bought. But I've noticed as COVID's gone along, I have a COVID uniform. It's my gray track pants. Yeah, I do too and, when I know better. And it's my hard. gray, my gray sweatshirt. It's got some flowers on it, but it's, it's cozy. It's mm-hmm. fluffy on the inside. So it feels lovely on my body. But here's the thing. How often do you see me in all black or all gray? Never. Me, maybe, but not you. Never. That's right. Because I gave myself a rule quite a while ago that I wasn't going to wear blacks and grays because they don't actually make me feel good. Mm -hmm. I like color. So I challenge myself to not buy more black things because black to me is kind of an easy cop out. And it was kind of how I hid, right? I'd wear grays and blacks to hide as opposed to showing up in my bright orange dress or my hot pink pencil skirt. So I just find it fascinating that all of a sudden I'm in gray all the time. Like even when I went out for a walk, I'm like, Jesus, Lisa, your scarf is even gray. Everything top to bottom gray. And I'm wondering why I'm struggling some days with my emotions. So can we talk a little bit about COVID lifestyle? Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. So I was just noticing today, like I don't have enough shirts for this. Like I've done so many interviews about dressing for this. And I'm like, I'm out of shirts because I guess I could just start putting on dresses, but that just seems like I'm lying to people. So I don't, I'm still, I'm just, I'm trying to keep my integrity and have these interviews because I'm, you know, like everyone else, but here's what I'll say. When I need to show up for my business, I have to get fully dressed because I, it's just a struggle, right? If you, if you had a business that was mostly in person or whatever, like it changes. And so here's what I'm, doing. I have a 4.30. Like this is just working for me and we can talk this through a bit. At 4.30, there's a change of clothing <laughs> into the comfortable clothing. And the other reason why I'm, I'm talking about this is because anybody that's been through loss, you know, any women in this, on this call or listening have dealt with like IVF or dealt with things where it's like, it's different than COVID because I've known of us have lived through this, but long extended periods of grief, which is what this is. It's a different version of it, but it is you understand that there's like the constant, your brain is constantly telling you to be in something comfortable and you also have to live your life in those, you know, in normal times. And so one of the things that's useful is you sort of can have like a cutoff time. The reason why that's useful is because you don't get the same comfort from your quote comfort clothes if you're in them all the time, because there isn't a change in your brain state. Right. And so it's sort of like if you, one of the things I was noticing for a while is I was like, you know, when I was working at home wearing like yoga pants and then it made working out harder because it wasn't like I was changing 
into my workout clothes to go do the activity. And so it was just like, yeah, I'll put it off. I'll put it off. It, there was nothing signaling it. And we actually need those things. Just like children need to be warned before they got to go to bed. It's time to go to sleep, right? Like, you know, parents know this. It's a similar thing with us when we're in a state of discomfort and we just are craving comfort. So it's very critical to sort of have it. Maybe you get, a, you get dressed for three hours, fine. But you're not going to get the same uh, like, like hit from wearing your pajamas if you're wearing them all day. So that's one thing. The second thing to notice is some of us, myself included, who does wear dark colors and it is, it's not a problem for me because I'm always aware of the fit, are craving color in a different way. So I'm letting myself have that, right? And lots of people are saying that. Um, so now's a great time because it's spring actually. So there's like one silver lining in this and there's a lot of sales. So there's that, like let yourself know, this is a great time to notice what things you're craving that feel a little out of character because it's trying to tell you something. And that's true with style. The other thing to think about is when this is over and it will be, is there, is this a time for you to look and reflect on your closet that maybe the clothes are not wearing because you know, you want to be comfortable and think about we all have a lot of opportunities going forward after this. Like, is this how I want to show up in, in the world? Because you can just like edit your closet, which is what a lot of people are doing now. It's spring, but just getting rid of things is not a strategy for your clothes. It's just not, it's not a strategy for you feeling better when you get dressed. And it's also not a strategy for you making sure that you fill in the gaps. So one of the things I think is important is to th take this time to just be thoughtful, maybe do Pinterest, do something like that to think it's also an escape from right now, right? What would be really amazing? Like, what do you want to wear when you're at a restaurant with your family again, or you see your family, right? Cause some of us can't see our families. So those are the types of things that like, that's an opportunity for you to use your style as a way to live into the future without the pressure. Cause not like you have to go to, you're not like you're gonna go to the store and buy it, right? Just starting to think about yourself that way. That's a real opportunity. And maybe put on some pants. Right. <laughs> Put on pants, ladies. Uh, this is such a, this is such a great conversation because I loved how you were really, you know, your first point was dress for your emotions, but don't dress for your emotions. It's kind of like the whole, um, comfort eating only makes you feel comfortable until suddenly you're not comfortable anymore because now you're not feeling good about all the garbage you put in your food. Comfort clothing, will only make you feel comfortable for a certain amount of time. And then pretty soon you're like, <laughs> you feel more tired and more lethargic because you've been in this state of like comfortable that is now creating discomfort. It's really important to remember that our clothes are a conversation. It clothes are really a form of nonverbal communication. And we think that when we, we know that when we think about things like we say like, oh, dress for the job you want, not the job you have, but we forget that that's also true with ourselves when we look in the mirror. And if you think about like, what is the conversation I wanna to have today? It may not be that you wanna get like fully gussied up, but maybe you wanna wear a cute shirt and yoga pants, I don't know. I have no judgment on that. I do miss shoes a lot. I, I do miss shoes too. And uh, this group knows I showed up in, and you saw the picture, I showed up in this really cute turtleneck one day because I actually watched Nicole, I do watch Nicole's stuff. She does style sessions on Sunday over on her IG stories, make sure you check her out. And she did, a, she did an Instagram story that was really talking about clothes as verbal communication. And I was paying attention on that day. And like I said, I like color. But me showing up in bright orange right now 
is not really great when people are in trauma. So that's part of the reason why I've chilled out a little bit. Not that I wear we're like- over the, We're over the like hump of the initial. And cool. so, the, so one of the things, just to be clear, I was saying in that story is that like it was in the first days uh, of us being in uh, different states, being in lockdown in the U.S. and, and in Canada, and people who had never worked from home before working from home, like people were like, "What am I doing? Like, how do you use Zoom?" And it was like, "This is not the time to like assault your team with like fluorescent colors, like blues, greens, purples. Be in leadership. Be calm. But like, this is life now, and this is going to be life for a while. So go back to your orange, please. I, well, I'm worth it. This top." The funny thing about it, right? It was given to me as a gift. And I show up and I'm wearing this top on screen. Everyone's like, oh, I love your top. It's a cute little turtleneck. I'm like, yeah, look, but ladies, there's only like half crop top. What's <laughs> the crop top? And I'm like, better crop top, which made no sense because if you're wearing a sweater, it's too cold for a right. crop top. I'm like, Nicole, I have no idea how to wear this, but I know I need to wear some neutral colors right now. So I, yeah, and it, it was just a, you know, funny thing to have that little kind of style edge going on. I mean, clothes can be funny. Clothes and that's important, funny. right? They're right. just clothes. You take them off. They don't give your identity. They don't. No. And I, I just, there's just so much goodness in here. I hope you guys really enjoyed this conversation. So Nicole has a program that she's going to be launching again. And you guys should be following Nicole regardless because you have a body and you have to dress it. And she's just so down to earth and practical. Our work is so aligned in terms of the messages, right? Clothes are just the vehicle uh, to help you feel better, right? To really be your best self. So you can follow her over on Instagram. You can follow her on Facebook. She's going to tell you what all those links are. But you want, might want to check out her. What is the program called? Style? Style, well, style your brand. Style, style your, brand. your brand. So you're going to want to go over and check out her website. We've set up a link. It's bit.ly forward slash Nicole style. And I'll put it in the comments. It might be something that you want to check out if you really are trying to learn how to dress your body, redefine your style, uh, and just show up in the world in a different way. You don't necessarily have to be an entrepreneur so much. But it is for people who are also running their own businesses and are really trying to polish, you know, polish up their style. So make sure you go check her out. Where can they find you on Instagram and on Facebook? And not on Facebook as much. So if you want to find me, I would suggest being on Instagram. It's at Nicole Achi, all one word, N-I-C-O-L-E-O-T-C-H-Y. Um, I do do a fair number of stories. I've been a little quiet the past couple of days, but Sunday style sessions are back and people like them. So. Even I've been taking a little bit of a pause on Instagram. I just had to like a lot going on. It's a lot going just, on. Just pause. So thanks for being here, Nicole. Don't thank go anywhere because we're going to answer some questions in the group now. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you check out those links in the show notes to learn more about Nicole and her program that is coming up. Get on her wait list. It'll be so, so worth it. And I will see you guys on the next episode.